good or bad reports what will you believe brothers and sisters welcome to the live stream i want to talk about something tonight that i think will mean a lot to a lot many of you because this is going to be something that <clears throat> you're going to face in life trials things life is like this if you've been around for a while you you, you start realizing that that life is like a i think they call it a sine wave i'm not a scientist but you know those waves that go up and down and up and down and we have these mountain moments where everything is well we have our family we have our job we have our everything is perfect it seems like we're blessed beyond measure and then we 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 start forgetting about god because things go so well and then you know we, we don't totally forget about him but we start forgetting about why we're really here on earth and, you know maybe that happens maybe it doesn't happen in your life if you're really disciplined with your relationship with the lord that's wonderful you could pull that off but then life sometimes and it will happen goes down and and things get hard things happen the unexpected unpredictable horrible things sometimes and sometimes less horrible but things happen and these things that happen to us these things we call trials tribulations whatever you want to call it will happen to all of us sometimes it happens a lot to us when we're young sometimes it happens a lot to us when we're old but we're all going to face these things and when we're in you know when we're outside of those moments it's easy to look from outside in and you know it's comfortable we're, we're but when you're in that moment that's when the enemy really comes and he attacks with everything he's got he he comes with because the mind becomes the battleground the moment you enter a trial the mind becomes the battleground the moment you enter trial and what i mean by that is if if there is a something that happens and puts a fear in you right wow what 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 is happening in my life i don't have control of this where is this going to lead what what is going to happen right in, in that moment we are faced with this trial we're faced with the things that go along with it and then the enemy comes and he puts fear in us and we know that I, I can save that because the Bible tells us that the Lord has not given us a spirit, spirit of fear, but power, love and sound mind. That spirit of fear about life's situations is not of the Lord. There is a type of fear of the Lord that is the fear of God himself, which, which is a, a holy good um, fear that we have for him and who he is just like if you're a kid you have a healthy fear of your earthly father because you want to honor him right and in the same way there's a good fear of the lord but i'm talking about the fear of situations i'm talking about the fear of whether it's if, if it's, uh, 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 you know, things, something that happened to you that's out of your control, whether it's finances, whether it's, you know, losing a job or, or, or okay, you, you guys, health issues, so many things you guys know. 
And when we're faced with these things, the enemy puts this fear in us. And now, when we are in this place of fear, our mind, which is this carnal thing, because the Bible tells us that our mind is carnal and it does not want to submit to the law of God, the word of God. It's at enmity with the spirit of God. And so when we have, so we have this, our mind, our flesh and our thoughts, which is can get full of fear. And then we have on the other side, the Holy Spirit, God's Holy Spirit, who comes in and the Bible calls him a comforter. So it's interesting because our natural fleshly carnal reaction oftentimes is fear, worry, stress, anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts. Um, the list goes on. And the Bible says the Holy Spirit is the comforter. He is so we have a choice here, brothers and sisters. It is God is saying, I have I have, you, you are in a bad position because without me, there is nothing but depression, anxiety, fear for the things of this world. But I have sent my Holy Spirit, who is called the comforter, and he will comfort you. He will be with you when you're in trial, when things are hard and difficult, when it feels like you don't have control and these unexplainable things just keep happening. He says, I'm sending a comforter. God does not comfort us if there's not a reason to be in comfort, to be comforted by him. You see, when and what I mean by that is, if I have, I don't know if you've ever experienced this. I have, but when, the, when I've had a trial, a bad thing happen, I've had when when I am just busy with this trial, and and this trial is what's running through my mind. And my my mind runs away with the fears and things. That's one thing. But the moment I go and I get in my prayer closet on my knees and I say, God, I recognize, I have, I have nothing I could do about this. Like I, I can do try my, my best. I can use my wisdom, what you've given me. I, I can whatever. But at the end of the day, I am clueless. At the end of the day, I am. I don't have I need help. I need hope. And when we're in that place before the Lord, then I, I've been there and then I feel the Holy Spirit comes and he's just like, like comfort comes this, this, this. This peace that surpasses understanding that the Bible talks about. And when this comfort comes, suddenly it's like all these things lift, all these these things, which I would just call a bondage, that these fears and all these things, they just start lifting. And we just feel like, wow, wow, I feel like so light and I feel comforted. So why do we feel comfort? Why does God comfort us? Because he's coming to tell us. And show us, look, dude, hey man, I've got this. Like, it's okay. I have this in my hands. This it, right now, you don't know where this is going. You have no idea where, what's going on. It's okay, but just, just trust me. God doesn't tell us. He doesn't come in a cloud and tell us, okay, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this and this and this and this and and this is how the issue is going to be solved. He, I mean, he he could do that, but you know, usually he doesn't. But he comforts. That's him saying, trust me, 
you don't know how this is going to go. That's fine, but I do. You don't need to know how it's going to go. You don't need to know what the end of this... You don't, you don't need to know. My question to you is, do you trust me? Do you have faith that I'm good? That I have good plans for you? That's what the Bible says. My plans are good for you. But do you believe what I have said? Or do you lean on your own understanding more than to believe in me and what I say? That's crazy, brothers and sisters. You know, when we're in that place, we really have a choice to make. And when I say that's crazy, I just mean like how loving the Lord is and how amazing, how amazing his mercy is. That's it's 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 crazy as in it's I can't even comprehend it. But now what I wanted to say is we have a choice to make. We have a decision to make. And this is what's going to set you apart. Look, this is this is so huge because we have power in our decision making and the decision is and I'm just talking about the decision of what kingdom will I believe? You see, I want to tell you just to, I want to touch on a little story in the Bible. When we look at the um, story of the uh, 12 spies that was sent out, right? We have Moses, we have Israel they're in the wilderness. They're coming close to this promised land. God has been promising them for such a long time and they're they're close by and they're like, OK, we're going to send out spies to go and look at what this land is like. The spies go ahead of the rest. They scout out the land they, and they come back. And as you know, the story goes, they come back with these amazing, massive grapes that they carried between two men. That's how massive it was. And, and they came back with such a good word of, wow, guys, this land is flowing with milk and honey, just like the Lord said. And then they said, but, 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 but just like just when everyone started getting excited, they were like, but, 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 but there's a big issue. There's giants in the land. There is something in the way of this promise and we can't go in. Do you know what happened in that moment? They were speaking from fear. God said, I did not come to give you a spirit of fear, but power, love and a sound mind. They chose instead to speak from fear. They were looking and they were seeing the challenges ahead. And those challenges were in their mind greater than God. This was the issue. They believed that these challenges cannot be overcome by God. That's it. Because if they believed that these challenges could be overcome by God, they would not have delivered a bad report of saying we can't go because of the giants. See, so we had men who most of the men said we can't go. They delivered the bad report, a bad report that was not of the Lord. And then we had these other two who came and they said, guys, what, what, what are you talking about? What is going on with you? Haven't you not seen how the Lord has taken us through all these places, including splitting the sea for us and doing all these miracles, manna from heaven? The list is too long to mention. You have you not seen what he has done? 
And now why don't you believe that God is bigger than a giant? Why do you rather choose to live in fear? You see, that's a big deal. They chose the root route of fear, depression, anxiety. Because they didn't believe they didn't trust in God. So ultimately, what they experienced in their feelings, those negative feelings of 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 fear to the point of saying there's no way we can go that we, we will refuse to go. That was a choice at the end of the day, because they chose to rather um, uh, uh, go by their own feelings and their carnal mind and all these things instead of saying, hey, I feel afraid. There's nothing wrong with with being like, well, you know, this this there's giants in the land. OK, OK, I feel a little afraid of that. That sounds scary. But then what we do is we fall on our knees. We say, God, what's going on? Lord, what is happening? What? And then the Holy Spirit comes and fills us with faith, with comfort. That we just need to trust him. And then we're like, God, yes, there's giants in the land. There's there's an issue before me. But God, I know it's going to be okay because I trust you because I know you're with me. You see, brothers and sisters, that's the choice we have to make. And if you choose to not trust in the Lord, you will have happened to you what the bad report had happened with Israel. You see, when they believed the bad report instead of the good report, the bad report being there's giants in land, you can't go in versus the good report of it's a land flying of milk and honey and God is with us and we can overcome this. If you choose to believe the bad report, the challenges, the fear, all these things, you are not choosing God's kingdom. You're choosing a different kingdom and there is only two kingdoms to choose from. And then we choose this different kingdom. We live by that kingdom's mindset. I'm talking about the kingdom of darkness, which uh, Yeshua said, I did not come. Jesus, he said, I did not come to steal, to kill, to destroy. That that's the that's what the enemy does. Yeshua said, I came to bring life and life more abundantly. So if we pick, if we choose to not believe in him and follow him, we will see what Israel saw. Israel, they said we won't go and they chose the bad report. And then God said, well, fine, that's your decision. God respects our decision. And and he said, well, that's your decision. That's fine. And then Israel started having second thoughts. But God said, do not go now because you've made your decision. You've decided not to trust me. So now I cannot be with you when you go in there because you're not trusting me. You, you, you said already you made your decision. So don't go. And Moses even warned them. But they went anyway and many died. Because they chose a bad report. People died because of what they believed. 
because of what they put their trust in. They many died. Let me say it again. Many died. Do you understand the consequences of what I am talking about tonight? You say, oh, PD, this is not as big of a deal as it was. This is just as big of a deal. There is there is life and death at the stake of what we're talking about here tonight. What you believe is what's going to drive your actions. If you are driven by fear, you will make decisions out of fear and you will do things out of fear. You will do things outside of the leading of the Holy Spirit when you just act out of fear. And those things can bring death. Those decisions can bring death. If you constantly love in fear, constantly live and not trusting the Lord, those things can bring some form of death or or things that aren't good. But if you trust, here's the here's the, so I've, I've talked about what happens if you choose the bad report, and that's really depressing to hear, isn't it? But now there's hope. God brings a good report like he brought through those men who said, yes, there's giants, but God is greater and he has already he is going to fulfill what he promised us if we only choose to trust him. So, brothers and sisters, are you going to trust the Lord today? Maybe you're on a trial today. Maybe things are hard. Maybe you're in the deepest trial you've ever been. I'm sorry if that's the case. But I want to tell you about what you should do. There's a decision at hand. Choose life. Choose God's kingdom. Choose to believe. Choose to trust. You know, sometimes it feels like there's no way we're going to get out of this. But God is the God of the impossible. He has done so many impossible things in my life. I, I, I actually want I should talk about it sometime, but maybe next time it's going to take too long. <laughs> so many things. And that's what he, he does it. All right. He does it. That's who he is. That's his character. In fact, he loves showing up when things look impossible. He loves it because he gets to prove to you so that next time you can have a little bit more faith. That's how he is. And he's loving and good and he has good plans for you. So. Choose the good report of, yeah, there's issues, but I'll go ahead. God, even in his judgments upon Israel, upon uh, the wickedness of men, there was there was always a good report, even in that midst. You see what the enemy does is this is the difference. The enemy brings a bad report. He says, you're this is going to happen. And it's all this long list of things he comes into our mind with. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. You're going to lose this. You're going to lose that. And OK, everything else. And then we we hold on to we start holding on to these things. And and these bad reports have no no hope in them. It's basically like this is the end of it. This is great. Con this is going to have great consequences and goodbye. It's like game over. OK, that's that's what the, what the enemy does with a bad report. That's why Israel was so hopeless at that point. God comes and even, you know, whatever the situation is, it can even be a, a judgment of God upon people who are wicked or it can be a whatever. He always comes 
Even through, if look at, think about the prophets of old, and, it, and when we look at the, the prophets, when we read the prophets, right? We're reading about how they come and warn Israel. They're like, Israel, you are going to have issues if you don't repent. You're going to have judgment come. You're going to be destroyed by your adversaries if you do not repent of your sins. But see, there's a good report there. It's not just Israel, you're going to die. Game over. Bye. You may no. He says, Israel, I love you. Turn so that you can inherit eternal life. That is good news. That's not bad news. Well, look, if you if you don't heed the warning, if and you just go ahead and you choose evil, well, yeah, bad things are going to happen. But that was your choice. That's not God. That's God just saying you're you're on on a runaway train right now and it's nearing a cliff. And if you don't get off this train, you're going to go off the cliff with it. If you don't heed the warning of turning from that sin, if you don't get off that train, whose fault is that? Is that God? God's fault? No, that's your choice. God brought a good report. You know what would be really bad is if God didn't say anything. If God just left you on that train, that runaway train, and he he didn't warn you. But that's not his character. He is so good that he gives us good reports. And good reports can even come in the form of get away from this runaway train. Get off this issue, this this sin that you're in right now because you're in on the path of destruction. Because the and the good report is choose life. And you will be blessed among measure. Choose blessing. Obey my commandments and you will be blessed beyond measure. I will make you right on the heights of the nations. God doesn't give bad reports the way the enemy does. God is not the one who inspires unbelief in our hearts or who puts doubts and depression and 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 suicidal thoughts and and hopelessness. He doesn't put these things in us. That's from a different kingdom. So I want to ask you to really be careful when you are in a situation that's difficult about what you allow in what kingdom because the enemy is going to be like, I it's go time guys. And he's going to have his minions try and put every thought in your mind that he can get there. And he's going to and, and, and it's just have just having a thought come into your mind. That's one thing. But what do you do with it? The enemy came to Yeshua in the wilderness and he says, throw yourself down from here. That's a suicidal idea. That's like a uh, it's like a, or, or, you know, or he said, um, uh, Command these stones to become bread, right? That's like he was he was trying to twist the word. So these thoughts were entering the mind of Yeshua. And Yeshua was auditing these ideas that the enemy was presenting him. And he was saying, no, this is not from my father's kingdom. And he did not allow it to foster. He did not allow it to grow. He rebuked it immediately. As it came in at the door, because when you let it in, you don't rebuke it. You just kind of leave it. It comes in and we don't we don't even realize because like this, like one after the other thing, 
you will start believing. You just take the first lie and every other lie thereafter you're going to take so much easier without you even realizing it. And in the span of a few minutes, you've got your mind full of lies. You're in depression. You're in all these horrible things that go, feelings that go along with what you now believe. But what you just need to do is fall on your face before God. And let him take care of this issue. Surrender it completely unto him. So, brothers and sisters, what will you believe? What will you choose? That's what I'm presenting to you today. So maybe you are worried uh, about your child who's not following the Lord. Maybe you're worried about finances. Maybe you're worried about a health issue. Maybe you're worried about whatever else. There's a long list. Insert your issue. I would say just choose to trust the Lord. He has never let me down. and He won't let you down if you choose to trust him. But trust in your own devices instead. And things may not go the same way. So today I put before you life and death. Blessing and curse. Choose life. Choose the blessing that goes with simply surrendering all to the Lord and trusting him. Brothers and sisters, I hope that this has blessed you. Share this video with someone who's going through a hard time. Because it's imperative that we make the right decision. Amen. So, Father, I thank you for giving us your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray for everyone who is listening, who's going through a hard time. Or even if they are not. Lord, I pray that you would implant this into their hearts to trust you when things are hard. And right now, Lord, for any of us who have things to surrender, we surrender. We say, God, we don't have control. God, we don't know what to do. God, this seems impossible. God, you must move. If you don't move, we're dead. Lord, we ask that you would move. We trust the good report. We trust in your mercy. When whether we were wrong or not, you have mercy and we ask for your mercy. We thank you, Lord. I thank you right now for every depression, anxiety, fear, everything that anything like that. We command that to lift off the shoulders of everyone listening in the name of Yeshua, by the authority of Yeshua. Holy Spirit, fill them with comfort right now, God, and show them that they can trust because why else would you comfort them? We pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. I hope this has blessed you. Have an amazing Shabbat. Shalom.